Welcome back, guys, to the podcast Life with Nicole. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about gaining momentum. So I just want to quickly go back from last week and just talk about what we kind of discussed. We were talking about the SSS system and the Miracle Mornings. So if you're just joining us now, the SSS is called the Sunday System for Success. So what that is, is you sit down on Sunday, doesn't necessarily have to be Sunday, but before your week starts and you write down everything that you need to do personally and you write down everything that you need to do business-wise or career-wise. And during that, you also write down things like how was your week before? What are three victories from last week? What are three key learning insights that you learned from last week. So that can be anything that you read from a book or what you learned about yourself last week. You're always auditing your week from the previous week. What am I grateful for? What worked last week and what did not work last week? And then you're going to take your entire week and schedule absolutely everything. You're always wanting to put things together. So if you're going downtown, like I said last week, you may not realize how much time it takes to drive from your house to the grocery store and back. That might only be like 10 minutes to you, but you have to remember 10 minutes there and 10 minutes back twice a day. That's 40 minutes of your day and that you didn't even realize that you lost. If you just plan everything together and make sure that you have it all listed out for your entire week, it'll help you schedule and be more effective for planning and getting more things done during the week. Now that we have gone quickly through the SSS system, we're going to talk about the miracle mornings again. So miracle morning is when you get up, you work out, you eat healthy, you hydrate your body and you meditate. Your meditation can be anything like the four, seven, eight rule that we talked about last week, where you breathe in for four, you hold for seven and then you exhale for eight and you just sit there in quiet. And the reason why we do meditations is to just get your mind in the right spot and the right place before you get crazy with your day. So it's kind of just like a refresher and a moment for yourself before your day starts and before things get really hectic. It actually keeps you more on track during the day if you can get your meditation and a little bit of a workout in. Workout, I don't mean going to the gym for an hour and a half and busting out and sweating like crazy. You only have to do a 30-minute workout where you are getting your heart rate up and getting your body and your blood flowing. This also loosens your body up before your day starts. So if you're sitting at a desk all day, this is a perfect way to get your body just loosened up so you're sitting at your desk nice and comfortably. There's nothing pinching. Same with if you're working in a shop. For me, absolutely, I need to work out in the morning. Otherwise, I'm super sore by the end of the day because I'm working under vehicles. I'm bending over all the time. And if I don't do stretching during my workout, I am stiff as a board at the end of the day. So I definitely recommend getting up, working out, hydrating. Make sure you're drinking enough water during the day um, and then doing your meditation. So those are what the SSS and the MM are. Um, So we're going to talk about today gaining momentum. And this is where I feel shit gets wild. This is my favorite part. This is either where you make or break what you have set out in front of you. So my question to you is, do you look at successful people and say, oh, wow, must be nice to have all that stuff. 
oh, they must have just got it handed to them. Or are you somebody that looks at successful people and say, holy shit, how did they get there? What steps did they take to get there? And I want to do exactly what they did so that I can be as successful as they are. Well, if you're the first person, you might as well turn off this podcast now because I can't help you. But if you're the second person, let's really get down and do some work. I'm totally kidding with the first person shutting it off. I can help you. However, you just need to change your mindset because those people have worked super hard. And yes, we have some people that have got the riches handed to them. But most people that are super successful, it isn't because they got it handed to them. They've busted their ass to get to where they are. So if you can change that mindset of wow must be nice, then you can also be successful. And you can learn from this podcast how to be successful. That's what we're going to talk about today is gaining that momentum. So in January, right after New Year's, people set out their goals for the year because that's what people do. It's January, it's a new year, and it's a new you. Or so you think it is. We all have these great plans to get things done. By February, most people have already gave up on their goals for the year. And that is because they haven't set out a plan. They haven't done the work like I explained in episode one, where you have to do your five-year goals and then your one-year goals, and then you need to break it out into quarters. If you don't break it out into your quarters, you're never going to finish what you started in January. If you don't break out your first quarter and say this and this and this is what I need to do, and then already have quarter two planned, already have quarter three planned, and already have quarter four planned, you'll get to quarter one, you'll get to the middle of quarter one, and you're going to be like, oh, I give up. This is too much work. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do next. And that's the problem is because you haven't planned out the entire year. So you don't see where you need to be by the end of the year. So basically what you do is plan a whole ton of stuff all at once, thinking you're going to get all this crap done. You get overwhelmed. Life happens. Business happens. You're busy again. And you're not scheduling in that time to get all those things done. So what happens is you will be really good in January and February, maybe till the end of February. And then March hits, it gets nicer out. People are wanting to spend more money. So people are coming in and buying more products, things like that. Maybe you've got a new idea and that's not in your plan as of January. So you're now fighting against yourself and fighting against your goals. And basically, if you've started something new, you're 100% going to stop what you were doing that you set out at the beginning of the year because it's not as important to you at this moment. It will be when you hit December 31st and you're like, oh my God, I didn't do it again. And you're going to be very upset with yourself because you focused on this new project and you're in the same boat with your business still as you were in January. So how do we fix that? So basically, like I said, you need to write out your entire year and break it into quarters. From there, you can take it into monthly. And then from there, you can take it into weekly. Weekly little clip bits of things that you have to do that week so you can get closer to your quarterly goal. 
and you need to be super realistic with your timelines. You can't just be like, I'm gonna price all my vehicle wraps by the end of this week. Well, that's super unrealistic considering you need to make templates to figure out how much each vehicle costs. And I don't know if you all know, but trucks have multiple templates because we have extended cab, single cab, double cab, crew cab, quad cab. We have long box, short box. So there's not just one, oh, boom, I'm done. I can price one truck and we're good to go. Well, I need to know exactly how much I'm making off that single cab. I need to know exactly how much I'm making off that extended cab, off that mega cab, off that long box. So those are all things that I need to sit down when I'm planning my order and say, okay, realistically, I can probably price my trucks one, one week, as long as I properly plan my week so that I actually have time to do that. If I just leave my schedule like normal and have bookings Monday to Friday, I'm probably never going to get it done. So there's a couple things that you can do. You can book one day a week just for you. So that means you're working on the business. You're not doing anything else. You're not going in the back shop and working on vehicles. You're not booking any appointments with people. You tell people this is your Monday for you. I schedule Mondays. That's why I said Monday. This is your, this is your day for you to get things done, to make sure that you are hitting those quarterly goals. I don't know how hard it was for me the very first time to book off my first Monday for office. Um, to be real, I had to put it in the schedule telling everyone, hey, look, guys, I am going to schedule my Mondays for me to do work on Mondays. And then a job would come in and they would need it done right away. And the only day that I could do it because my week was full was Monday. So then I would let them book me in on Mondays. And then it was like, I think it was probably six months or seven months. And then I finally was like, okay, these Mondays are supposed to be for me working on this business. What am I doing? This is not helping me. This is not futuring my goals. This isn't futuring my customers either, because if I don't get this stuff done and make my business be very professional and have pricing in place so that it's good for me to make money and also it's not overpriced for them, that's what I need to be doing. I don't think it's fair that I have to bust my ass Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday doing paint protection, tint and all this other crap. Yes, that brings in money, 100%. But once the money is in the back, you already have the money. What you need to do is bring the money in. But if you don't have things in place, you can't bring that money in. You can't bring more employees on because you don't have stuff planned properly. You don't know if you're making any money. So going back, make sure your timelines are realistic. You can't plan doing cars, trucks, box trucks, trailers, SUVs, all in one day to price that. That's just not gonna happen. And if you're not realistic with yourself, you're actually gonna go backwards. You're gonna be upset with yourself. And then you're not gonna wanna keep going on your path of the quarters that you've set out for yourself. Make sure that you're setting realistic expectations for yourself and being realistic with those timelines. So that is number one, setting a day out for you to work on the business. You're not working in the business, you're working on the business. Every other single day of that week, crush being in the business, crush it. Work from 
6 a.m. till 5 or whatever you want to do or 12 to 12. I don't care what you do, but make sure you're taking that one day to really work on the business. So that is number one. Basically, you're setting that day up for your success. And another reason why I would say set a whole day aside is because if you set, say, your mornings to do office stuff, you're always going to get interrupted. You're never going to be focused on what you're doing. Plus, by the time you hit noon and you're ready to go to work in your business, you haven't even got half the stuff done or you're in the middle of something. Whereas if you plan it for a single day, you can just crush everything you need to do in that day. And man, can you get a lot of stuff done in, in a eight hour day or six hour day? It is actually blows my mind every time I do it. And don't be hard on yourself for setting that day aside. I know that I felt like terrible because I felt like I was pushing my clients back. However, I need to do this and you need to do this. It is something that will make you successful. I promise you, it is gonna be super hard to set that day aside, but just trust me. I have been there, I've done it, I see the results, and you will see them too. Just set that day aside. Don't tell me that you can't, because literally I was the same way where I literally was the only one installing. I had to install paint protection, I had to install car vehicle tint, I had to install vehicle wraps, and when you have multiple bookings during the day and multiple dealerships that need it done right away, you feel like you have to do it all, but you will after you get all your stuff done in the office that you need to do so that you can grow as a company and be the best version of yourself and be the best version of your business. Number two, I would 100% tell you to get a coach. Don't just Sign up for a generalist coach though. I've been through coaching. I've been through multiple kinds of coaching and my very first coach didn't know anything about me and just kept telling me to blow all this money on all this shit that I couldn't afford. And I kept telling him, I'm a small business. I can't afford to spend money on all these products to give away to my customers. I can't spend money on marketing and advertising. However, some of that was bullshit. I could have had the money to spend for marketing and advertising because that is how you bring new clients in. He was correct. However, there was things that he would say that he didn't even know anything of my business. And it was really bothersome that he wouldn't take the time to learn more about my business before our calls. He would just give me general things like, how's your day going? How do you think things are going right now in your business? What can you do better? Oh, okay. Yes. Well, what else do you think you could do better? And he never really gave me things to actually do and actually go ahead and push myself to get things done. So what I'm talking about is a generalist coach. You don't want one of those. They don't understand your business. They're not going to take the time to learn your business. And they're following the, what we call a coaching plan. So what I mean by that is they basically learn how to coach. They learn how to manipulate your mind, sort of speak. They learn how to talk to you to get you to say the answers and don't really give you any help or 
tips necessarily. They do give you a little bit. I can't lie out there. Like they do tell you cool things to do, which you probably wouldn't have thought of. But you're looking for somebody that's in the same niche as you, that is already successful in the same department or the same business as you are and understands your business and is willing to help you through that. I have a coach who is a very successful business owner. He is nationwide now. He is badass. He pushes me. He makes sure that I'm staying on track and we meet weekly. So a lot of the time, lots of coaches will only meet you once a month or possibly they'll meet you twice a month. And most of those types are too busy with their calls. And you have to watch too, because a lot of those other coaches are just making money calling people. So that's their job. They're just calling you and then calling somebody else and calling somebody else because it's just making bank. And they don't actually care if they meet you once a month, twice a month, weekly, whatever it is, because they're making money no matter what. So the more people they can get in in a month, actually the more money they're making because once you break it into two times a week most times it's not as expensive as the monthly for instance one month for one session might be seven hundred dollars whereas two times a month might be eight hundred and fifty dollars so they're not getting as much money per call as they are if it's just once a month. So really make sure you're getting a coach that cares about you, that's still in the business, that has been successful in your type of business. Doesn't have to be exact same business, but something that's very similar so they understand where you're coming from and somebody that has built their own business so they can tell you this is the steps you need to do because they will even tell you don't do it in that sequence because it doesn't make sense for us you want to hire salespeople first, not the back end, because they've gone through that already. They've hired the back end. They've had employees sitting there doing nothing until they hired the front end to push the sales back. So that's actually where I got that from is from him. He said, don't hire the back first, even though you want to, because you're the only one working back there, which he was too. So he understands and he knows like, look, Nicole, it's going to be super hard to not want to hire for the back because you're going to be so busy trying to hire from the back, for the print room, for the front, for the sales, for the graphic designers, all these things, because you're the only one doing it. But you have to know that he's already gone through this and he already knows. So you can cut out that bullshit time that you would have wasted doing that with a proper coach and a, get a coach that will teach you once a week, at least. I feel every second week is too far in between because by the time you talk to your coach, you're already off track, 100%. If you're weekly, you're like, damn, I need to get that stuff done before I talk to Brad because shit, he's going to be like, Nicole, you're not on track. He could also say, holy shit, Nicole, you are nailing it. I didn't think that you were going to get this all done. So that's what you want to hear from a coach. And what you want to hear from a coach is, Let's keep setting more goals. Let's set more expectations for ourselves. Let's keep pushing. Let's get all this stuff done before the end of the year. That's what we want from a coach. I think the last most important thing to gaining momentum is getting your ass out of bed early. If you're somebody who hates mornings, which I absolutely hate mornings, and if that's what it takes for me to be successful, 
I get my ass out of bed. I get up at 5.30 now. And when I was welding back in the day, when I was 19, I worked at six in the morning till five. And then I tinted windows from five o'clock till midnight. And then I would get up and do it again. Yes, I was younger. Yes, I didn't have a life because I just worked all the time. But I got up at 5.50, put my hair in a pony and drove as fast as I could to work. I lived in Meadow Lakes. Saskatchewan so it wasn't that far to get from point A to point B especially in the morning because nobody's on the road so I did it then and then when I started a business I'm like oh man I I only have to be there at seven when we open at eight yes you could only be there at seven and you can get an hour in and that's awesome and I used to love that I would be like yeah man I hammered out an hour's worth of work this morning with nobody here it was great but if you can get up at 5 30 get your workout in by 6.15, your meals are all prepped for the day, and you're at the office for 6.30, that extra half hour is huge. Plus, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a morning person. So for me, if I only get up and get to work right at 8, I'm like a flustered fuck all day because I am all over the place being like, oh my god, I'm late, even though it's my business, I feel bad, and I gotta do all these things now, and I'm behind schedule now, and now I'm cutting my film when I could have cut my film at 6.30, and everything is just like a garbled mess, and I just feel like shit because I feel like I let my employees down, even though... Don't worry, you guys. You don't have to be at work necessarily before your employees get there. You own the business. So later on, you don't have to be there when your employees are there. You just have to be up and doing the things, working on your business from home or wherever you want to do it. Or just get up and have a coffee. That's fine. But for right now, where we're at, we want to make sure we're getting up at 5.30, getting our workout in, hydrating, meditating, getting all our food prepped, getting ready for the day, getting our mind right before we get into the, that office and pushing ourselves that whole entire day because we need the time for ourselves in the morning. So if you can get up early, get to the office early, I promise you, you will be more successful. You will hammer stuff out. You will get it all done before anybody even arrives at the office. You will feel accomplished before nine o'clock and you will really crush the day, the whole day. You will think, oh my God, that's so early. I'm gonna be so tired. I don't wanna work out because I'm gonna be so tired. I hear that shit all the time. Well, if I work out before work, then I'm just gonna be tired all day. Well, actually, no, it's the exact opposite. If you work out in the morning, you will have more energy throughout the entire day and you won't have those ups and downs that you do when you don't work out or you don't eat good. So going back, I used to do it when I was younger and it was for somebody else. Now I get up and it's for me because I want to be successful. I want to crush my dreams. I go home at five now so I can spend time with my family and hang out with them because I only have a few hours before they go to bed. And once they go to bed and I get my laptop, I have my laptop right beside my bed and I take an hour once they go to bed and I just do whatever I need to do, emails, billing, anything quick that I can do within an hour. And I give myself an hour. That's it. I don't go over the hour because then I'm exhausted the next day. So I stay up till 10, 1030. And I just hammer all those little things out. So in the morning, I don't have to go in and worry about the emails and worry about all those other little things that I could have done quickly at home. Not all the time can I answer every single email. 
However, I look at the ones that I can answer those ones, do anything that I can for my quarterly goals. If it's just that I needed to type out what my next podcast is going to be, I will do those things at night just before bed. So I'm gaining time in the morning before anybody gets up because I hate talking to people in the morning. I'm a grouchy, prickly bush and nobody wants to talk to me in the morning, especially not before I brush my teeth. So getting up early is perfect for me. So I get things in in the morning and then at night I get a little bit in again. On the days that I am not in my office, that is what I do. I actually still do it in the mornings and at night on the days that I am in the office and I gain a little bit extra than I would normally. Setting those little times up for yourself to be successful and while your partner is watching TV or watching the hockey game, you can be on your phone, on your laptop, typing stuff in. They don't necessarily always like you to be on those devices necessarily, and we'll talk about this in another episode. However, if they're not engaging with you at the time, then it's perfectly fine for you to be on your phone or on your laptop because in the end, they will see all the hard work that you were doing and they will be okay with you continuing to do that. Just remember that when you're getting a little bit of flack for being on your phone or being on your laptop, I don't encourage you to do this while your kids are up or while you're having um, personal time with your spouse or your partner, but I do encourage you to do this on downtime. So when they are watching a hockey game that you don't care about, not saying I don't care about hockey, I just sometimes don't always care to watch hockey every single night. I will go on my laptop and do things. So I'm gonna wrap it up there. I'm just gonna quickly go through the couple of things that will help you gain momentum again. So number one, that SSS, so the Sunday System for Success. Make sure that you're doing that on Sunday or Saturday or at least before your week starts. So even if you do it Monday morning and you set that time aside, but just make sure you're doing it for the entire week, not just for from Monday to Friday. You're doing it from Monday to Monday or Sunday to Sunday. I really encourage you to do it on Sundays because it's before the week starts. So you can see a map of how your week is looking. And then your miracle mornings, so making sure you're getting up early, making sure you're hydrating, making sure you're working out, making sure you're meditating, making sure you read a little bit if you can. The next one is setting those real expectations, making sure that you're not overdoing your timelines and your your expectations for yourself, really just focusing on what you can actually do during that day that you're setting up for yourself for success. So that's the next one is making sure that you have that day, the entire day for yourself to work on the business, not in the business. The next one is making sure you're getting that proper coach. Remember, you don't want a generalist coach. They don't care about you. They might care about you. They don't care about your business like you do or like somebody else that's in your field will, or they will not understand if they don't take the time to actually find out about your business and maybe even start following you on Facebook. They need to do things like that to actually see how you're doing in your business and help you. So num- that's that's the fourth thing, making sure you have a proper, proper coach. They might cost a little bit extra, but I promise you, they will be worth it. If you're looking at hiring employees and you don't know how, get a coach that is specifically for hiring employees. They know what they're doing. 
make sure you get specialized coaches. The last one, like we just finished talking about, is getting up early, getting that time in for yourself, using your downtime for setting yourself up for success. That's the last one, is making sure that you have those down moments that you can quickly do little things to get you closer to your goals. So that's it, everyone. That is end of episode two, and we will see you next time on episode three. And we're going to talk about starting out. So this is for anybody that's just starting out or somebody that's already in business that you can take a little tidbits or somebody that is just thinking about starting their own business. So thanks again, guys. You're listening to the podcast Life with Nicole, and we will see you next time on episode three. Thanks for listening. Want more information on today's podcast? Head over to www.lifewithnicole.ca. Again, www.lifewithnicole.ca.